Daddy likes this song. Do you like it? No, that's scary. It's scary? Son, that's Glenn Danzig. That's scary. Scary? <laughs> Hello! Hey! Uh, we've been here hanging out for like two hours now. Yeah, we got all these donuts. Yeah, and, I bought some donuts. Beer, and it's it's a nice, cool, sunny day. It's a beautiful Sunday in Brooklyn. I do the thing where I bring uh, treats to your house, and I just eat most of them. That's, that's okay. That's my MO. It's, it's not like you're bringing treats as much as it's like you've packed your own lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave some leftovers for you guys yeah. to have. Um, we're going to do... Um, we didn't have many ideas for a topic this week. Yeah. Um, I just want to be honest about that. I just want to be upfront about the lack of ideas yeah. for the show. And then we're like, then we're like trying to come up with an idea like the day before or the morning before. Yeah. And we're like suggesting movies, but we're like, we're not going to go watch a movie right now. It's <laughs> obviously not going to happen. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but we started a Google Doc to generate ideas. Yeah. So, um, and there, there's two ideas on it, basically. Well, I, you know, we'll start brainstorming. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you guys have topics you would like to suggest, yeah, we are uh, open to your ideas. Yeah, message us on Twitter. We can't do all the work, is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This extremely uh, small amount of work we've been doing <laughs> is kind of killing us. It's maxing us out right now. <laughs> Uh, so we decided to do, uh, we're going to do a, a spooky movie, mm-hmm. um, which we both saw like kind of a while ago. I've seen it numerous times. Um, I've got, I put on some... Uh, the sound of this movie is excellent. Yeah. The sound design is really very, very effective. A little spooky music. Very disturbing. Moody. Is that from the movie? No. No. Well. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. uh, so... We should get that going. I got a boner. Good. 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 <laughs> That was a good follow-up. We're going to do Hereditary. Yes. Um, which is a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Came out. Um, so it's sort of like reinvigorated. I wouldn't say reinvigorated, but it made a big splash in the horror movie genre. And it's kind of a crossover movie for the horror movie genre. A lot of people saw it who didn't normally see horror movies. Yeah. Um, it was beautifully shot. Um, well art directed. Well acted, I would say, by Tony Collette. Yeah, she was amazing in it. She's amazing in it. Um, but I would say very scary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as someone who watches a lot of horror movies, I thought it was pretty scary. Yep. I saw it uh, at 8 a.m. I had I had breakfast at the movie theater and watched it. <laughs> when <laughs> so it came out? Eating a little, uh, you know, a little breakfast sandwich. That's funny. Watching that little girl's head get knocked off. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So, um yeah, and then I, I heard about it for a long time and never got around to seeing it. I'm not a big horror movie guy, but I saw it on a flight to California, like I guess two years ago now or a year ago, um, and watched most of it. And then when I got back, I, I didn't finish it on a plane. And then when I got to California, I watched the rest of it and then had one of the most extreme nightmares I've ever had in my life that night. So I, I think this podcast is going to be a little bit more about scary movies as a concept yes and less about this movie specifically and i say that mainly because this movie came out in june of 2018 and that's mm-hmm. when i saw it um so I, I watched the trailer today but <laughs> uh, i don't remember like that much about it mm. um but it's it's definitely like 
it's it's as you said like a lot of people who don't typically watch scary movies saw this movie uh i think that it like this was part of like a a block of movies that came out that were all sort of like you know uh, for better or worse, we're sort of credited with like elevating the genre a little bit, like like Midsummer yeah. and uh, same director, right? Midsummer, Midsummer, and her. Yeah, I think those were the same director. Yes, um, and like you know, I guess like the movie that kind of kicked off that whole thing was Get Out. Mm, and, yeah, I guess so. And then there was this, and then The Witch. Which came out like oh, that was a, good. kind of a long time ago, but that was really good. Um, that saw, was fucking scary too. Yeah, I saw his new movie, the the Lodge. Wasn't that the same? That guy? was Lighthouse. Oh, the witch guy did Lighthouse. Yeah. Who did the Lodge? I don't know. Wasn't that somebody who made it another horror movie? I don't know. I saw that recently. That was fucking scary. Man. <laughs> and like, not like the movie. Nothing in the movie itself was particularly scary, but uh, tonally, yeah, it was just like, just like. I don't know if it was just a combination of the sound and visuals. And like, if I described it to you, you'd be like, no, whatever. It's not that big of a deal, but there's just like something about all the parts come together. Like I was like vibrating when I left the theater. So that's why I feel about hereditary. Uh, The sound design was very good. And like the lighting was, it was always like kind of dusk, like very dark in the home. Yeah. And it did an interesting thing with light where, um, I'm not even sure how to describe it. This sort of like light beam would, would sort of seep into the scene and that would be like the, the spirit or something. Yeah. And that would like the kid would react to that. Very effective, very subtle. Yeah. They're like beautifully done. Um, and they use the, um, thing a lot. Yeah. That like, uh, like as like a sound cue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a little haunting thing. And it was so cool to hear that in the theater because <clears throat> in the theater, you know, you have like the, like really, well done surround sound. Yeah. So like you'd be watching a scene and you'd hear that like, mm-hmm. like from like the back corner of the theater and everybody would be like, Oh fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, that spooky little girls right behind me. So, um, seeing it on a plane was, wasn't as effective. I didn't get that kind of sound experience. Right. <laughs> um, and then I saw it when I got back to California and, um, really, you know, I don't have nightmares that often. Um, but it was a kind of nightmare where I, I, I woke up in a, in a bit of a panic and then like, couldn't shake it. Do you have that issue? Like if you wake up with a nightmare, I don't know how often you have nightmares. Pretty frequently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I having one right now? <laughs> <laughs> are they the same kind of thing? Same thing? All, all my nightmares are anxiety nightmares. So it's like, I'm, there's nothing like particularly scary. Yeah. There's just something has gone horribly wrong that I like the dream always begins right after something has happened that I can't take back huh? and I'm dealing with the ramifications of it. Interesting. Yeah. All my dreams are shame dreams. A lot of shame, a lot of shame and guilt in my dreams. That's, that's like the general theme. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this dream was more <laughs> like I was being, I don't know how to describe it without being too graphic. I was being sexually assaulted in the dream. Okay. Um, didn't relate to the movie at all, but just more of like a scary, uh, terrifying scenario. I got a boner. <laughs> not, not that. No, not. Hachi machi. Not, not that either. Not that. Um, the movie's not sexy at all. No. Case, no. There's no. nothing. There's no boner scenes. There's no like, no. someone looks hot. Like Tony Collette, attractive woman, but you know, she looks extremely distressed very upset very very upset which is not what gets me off very unhappy yes (laughs) 
Same. Uh, this entire movie. And so, uh, yeah, but the, the dream was like, yeah, I, I, I hesitate to describe it because it's too unsettling. Um, excuse me. Um, I blocked the microphone just now. I just want to say that. Wow. I know. You're bringing over snacks. You're not burping directly into the microphone. You are turning over a new leaf. New day. <laughs> new day. You're being haunted by your own uh, shortcomings in your dreams. <laughs> it keeps me motivated. That's why I'm so ambitious because <laughs> of my terrifying dreams. Um, no, uh, but yeah, so I, I wake up with this dream and then every time I try to go fall back asleep, it's the same dream over and over again. Do you get that? No. <laughs> so do your dreams wake you up though your your nightmares um sometimes yeah uh sometimes i will like vocalize something and my wife will like hit me and be like hey you're talking in your sleep huh. um but yeah i don't i yeah i don't i don't know that they usually wake me up i don't know hmm. i the the thing is like there, nothing's ever startling about them you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. like this low level like you know, and then I wake up with like my fucking shoulders <laughs> up up by my ears and I'm just like, Argh! and then I wake up and then I have that moment of like, oh, it was just, that, huh. that didn't happen at all. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and is, is it like a realistic scenario or? Um, the last one that I can recall having, I think it was last week, I was at my dad's house or like a house that was my family's house. And he was making you read a train book to him? <laughs> no. Uh, like this, it, it, there's nothing like particularly upsetting. Like it doesn't sound upsetting when I explain it, but in the dream, it feels like reality. Sure. <laughs> so um, I was like at my family's house and there was all these people there for some kind of gathering. And I, I came in and I drove some car and then I had to leave and I went outside and my car was gone. Like it had been stolen. Uh-huh. And then I came back inside and I was like, yo, my car was stolen. What do we do? And no one would pay attention to me when I was trying to explain that my car was stolen. Uh-huh. And I, I kept like going around to every person like, Hey, like take, take a second from what you're doing and listen to me. My car was just stolen outside. What do I do? Like I got to call the cops and, and everybody just kept like, talking over me and and like pretending it like or just like not paying attention to me and that is like that's one of my like more um tame anxiety dreams is that theme similar in your dreams where like you're not being heard or like people are ignoring you or yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then i i frequently have dreams that are like i have just killed someone or or someone I know has just killed someone. And is it, are you killing someone you know? No, it'll be like I accidentally hit somebody with my car or huh. like something like something accidentally happened, but I am definitely at fault. Okay. And now I'm like, now it's, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm having a dream of the 25th hour. You know that, that movie? I haven't seen it, no. Um, it's Ed Norton. It's a Spike Lee <clears throat> movie. Mm-hmm. Ed Norton is like this drug dealer who gets busted, and he's the movie takes place like after he's been sentenced, but before he has to re- report to prison. Okay. So he's like going and visiting his like childhood friends who are like adults who've gone on to like various levels of success doing things sure. around the sure. city. Um, and he's like trying to make peace with everybody basically before he goes away for a very long time. Okay. And like, it's just this sort of like creeping, the whole movie has this like profound, like 
sadness where it's like, if only you could undo this thing that has just ruined your life, yeah. but you can't like it's yeah. over. They've closed the book. It's done. I have dreams that feel like that. Huh. And I'm like, fuck, like I, I gotta like short, like sort my shit out before the cops show up and take me away forever. Hmm. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> very, very anxiety inducing. Yeah. Like other people have dreams that they're like flying or having sex with celebrities yeah, and things same. like that. How do I get that to happen? <laughs> yeah, I had a dream I was having brunch with Emery Radzikowski. No sex. Everyone was fully clothed. My family was there. Oof. It's a nice, just a nice lunch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's a dream. Yeah. Come on, we just have brunch in real life. Um, do you want to talk about your rabbit hole? Oh, yeah. So this has nothing to do with scary movies. Um, it could probably be adapted into a scary movie, but... Um, so there were two things like I, I keep a little, uh, you know, note on my phone where I put things that I want to remember to mention on the podcast. And there's two things on there, uh, from this week. And I think it was on Friday night. Are you ever just like sitting around and like someone's name will pop into your head from like your childhood or something? Sure. And you're like, oh, I wonder what that person's up to. And maybe you'll like look for him on like Facebook. Crystal or Litzenberger. Sure. You're what's like, what's she doing? Yeah. What, yeah. What's she doing these days? Yeah. And, and, you know, you like scratch that itch by Googling them or whatever. Yes. And you're like, oh, yeah, they're married and have kids. And, sure. And, you know, they moved one town over or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, I started thinking about this, this kid who I grew up with. Um, he was like a year or two older than me, which yeah. when you're like in elementary school, a year or two older than you is like, you could be my dad. An elder statesman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I, this, this kid sticks out in my mind as a, a, a prominent figure because he's the one who introduced me to both skateboarding and punk rock. Okay. And I, so I was in like fifth or sixth grade and he used to make mixtapes for me that were, had like uh, the misfits and the cramps and like all, all these like, you know, late eighties, uh, punk bands yeah. if you were into that stuff at the time and you know clearly like really shaped my my perception of what's cool and and you know whatever um i i think i mentioned him on the podcast before because there was this time where he was at my house with a bunch of other kids from the neighborhood and, and like my mom wanted me to come in to have dinner or something and he was like one of those really cool 90s kids. Yeah. So he had like the angular haircut. Yeah. And he had a Stussy 8-ball t-shirt on in like 1989, yeah. you know, which, you know, was like extremely cool. Yeah. And uh, my dad walked out on the porch and was just like, hey, 8-ball, fuck off. Eric, get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought it was hilarious that he called him 8-ball. And like uh -huh. all the kids in the neighborhood laughed about it. Anyway, I, I was thinking about that guy. And I remember that he like when we were in high school, he got like kind of fried on acid and dropped out of school and just became like one of those guys who like walks around the neighborhood, like had like sure. really long hair burnouts, you call them. burnout. Yeah, yeah. Had sort of like a permanent smile on his face. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody called him Bubba. Okay. Uh, I won't say his real name, Okay, um, but you could probably Google some of the phrases I will use and you'll find your way to him. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so I was like, they're that well known. I'm going to use some specific language from, <laughs> from his website. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so it turns out, uh, I actually thought he was going to be a lot older than me. He's only like a year or two older. And, um, he 
is a serial pedophile. Oh, um, like like a total Chris Hansen. Like I'm Chris Hansen. What are you doing here? Have oh a seat. my god! Like he got busted. Like trying to meet up with a 12 year old. Wait, how did you? How did that come up in the search results? Numerous police reports. Oof. And um, he's he's a registered sex offender in three states. And like he drove to Delaware. He probably wasn't fried on acid. He probably just got did something stupid and had to drop out of school. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Like Oof. what what what's going on there? Um, he looked pretty fried. Yeah, from yeah. When I recall, but maybe he was like being medicated. Who knows? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it makes me wonder what was going on. But anyway, he uh, is a full on like pedophile. Like has been arrested numerous times. God. And uh, I guess one of those times it was one of those things where he was like chatting with an FBI agent Oof. on, on the internet and drove to Delaware Oof. in his mom's car from Pennsylvania to meet a girl at a playground who turned out to be an FBI agent. Oh my so God. he, it was like a uh, crossing state lines and stuff like Oof. he, um, so he, I guess just got out of prison and has a website. Okay. I'm not going to say his name. Okay. It is the URL though. Um, <laughs> it is his name.com. Uh, uh, the header Pretty on the website. Pretty bold move to start your own website after. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's a very specific type of website. Okay. Um, and maybe this isn't that interesting. Is but, it a live journal? No, no. But it's like a, it's a, you would, would maybe describe it as a manifesto. Okay. Um, I'll just show you from across the room. It's a, that is him. Um, okay. Praying, praying uh, yeah, hands. And, obviously, um, yeah. Wow. That's a lot of text. That's a lot of text. <laughs> it's like a 7,000 word screed. Is it the whole website? It's one yeah, page. Yeah. Um, the header on the website, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but it says so-and-so is an innocent victim of the Koch brothers crony capitalism. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll just read. Koch I'll, brothers crony. Okay. I'll read the first two, like, very small paragraphs. <clears throat> um what could I call him? So, um, uh, Don Hanson, Don Hanson. Yeah. Okay. After gagging for five years and starving, Don Hanson was cured. Oh, and he's one of those people that, Third um, person. that, uh, like, ca- like does, um, title capitalization on everything. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Don Hanson was cured after reading the Bible from front to back aloud and later oh, wow. was blessed by the Lord above all men. Oh, that's nice. Don that, Hansen. Is that the first sentence? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don Hansen is a biblical prophet oh. with a powerful apocalyptic message. Wow. <laughs> the powerful re- apocalyptic message. Yeah. Okay. The reason why the Holy Bible is king over any other path to God is its pro- provable divine revelations. The Bible has literally predicted major world events in the book of Daniel, among other books, and proven itself to be flawless. Mm. flawless. Don, Don Hansen <laughs> <laughs> received the final book of the Bible, a divine revelation while in prison. Oh. Like the authentic biblical prophets before him. That's pretty chill. Yeah. So the good, guy. I mean, good for him. That's pretty exciting for him, you know? To get yeah. this uh, divine intervention. The guy who used to give me his hand-me-down skateboards and uh-huh. taught me to Ollie yep. and introduced me to the song Bikini Girls with Machine Guns. 
has been handed the final book of the Bible by God. It's very exciting. After having sex with some children. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I went down, the, the rabbit hole that I went down was obviously I found his website yes. and I read his uh, manifesto, I sure, guess, or sure. sort of declaration of divinity. Is this on his bio, bio link of his website? There's no, there's like no links. Just one page. It's one page. There's not like an about me section or anything. There's a few links to um, current projects, Coke brothers, uh, things. Okay. Um, Is he the kind of guy who like links out his friends? Remember when people used to do that? Like you have a link section and like put all your friends links on their website. Like a web ring. Like, yeah, exactly. No, he, um, he, it's just a single page. There's some art at the top that looks like maybe some art he made in prison. Okay. Um, how long was he in prison for? That's a good question. I'll tell you in a sec. Uh, but you know, like you can, someone who's been convicted of such serious crimes, uh, you can just like find all the police reports and like all yes. the like yes. local news reports about like, yeah. Hey, this guy in our community did this thing. Um, lots of mug shots, uh, <laughs> because he's been arrested many times. Um, yeah, I guess like uh, it's just not something you expect to see when you uh, when you get that little itch to like look for someone that you remember from school. Right. You don't re- you don't um, expect them to be a pedophile or a biblical prophet. <laughs> That's a pretty good two for one return on your uh, like a Facebook search. You know. Yes. Usually, just you just find a like a photo of them. In like a, they're linked in in like a fake corporate sort of outing. He uh, did some child porn. Wow, that's great. Um, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey. So, do you think Delaware. he's still still interested in uh, pedophilia now that he's found the latest book of God? And I wonder if the new the new Bible has um, commentary on pedophilia. I'm willing to bet that there's at there least has to be at least a, a mention of it. Oh, he's claiming mental illness. Well, it looks like he was probably, it looks like maybe he was in prison for like 10 years and then he got busted again. I feel like, I don't know. What's the appropriate amount of time to be in prison for pedophilia? Uh, forever. Yeah. Right. You know, just, do you know how many people there are? <laughs> <laughs> like Really? There's so many. Yeah. I mean, do we really got to got to like keep giving this guy a second chance? Yeah. I can't, I can make that, that doesn't feel like people. The, that doesn't feel like the kind of thing <laughs> that, wait, do you feel like you dodged a bullet? Is that what this is about? Me? Oh, he was into to, to girls, not boys. Right. Yeah. He was into girls. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think that he was attracted to me if that's what you're right, asking. Right. Um, yeah. Pedophilia isn't really the kind of thing that you can be like cured of. I don't think so. From what I understand, uh, from what I know about pedophilia, right? <laughs> which is not a, not a lot, <laughs> I'll admit, but, uh, I don't know. This is a different question about how to handle society. And yeah, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't have any big answers to those questions. I, I guess like one, uh, you know, like I'm pushing 40 uh-huh. and, um, it's it's interesting to like I like I don't 
feel much different than I felt when I was in like, when, when I was say 20. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you're inhabiting the same body. You, you experience the world in the same way. Like you learn some stuff. Sure. But it's interesting to see like how things shake out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just like an incredibly simplistic thing that everyone else thinks about. And I don't, but like, like where you ended up in life, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, everybody does all right. But like, damn. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that's, that's the case, actually. <laughs> you don't think everybody, like, generally speaking, does okay? What do you think is a percentage of people who are satisfied with their life? I mean. I would say 20%. I would say based on the way I feel. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, somewhere in this. Four to eight percent range. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, uh, it's hard. You know, I really think like a lot of people have certain ideas about themselves. Or I think the, actually the worst part, the part that I find the most like devastating and like hard to reconcile with, is people who don't know what they want from their lives, who have no idea of like what they're looking for or what will make them happy. Yeah, like the rudderlessness. Yeah. That I find crushingly sad. Not sad, but like really hard to... Then what do you do? You're just like trying on hats all fucking day? Like what else? I mean, isn't that me? No, I don't think so. I have too many rudders. You have... <laughs> yeah, you have a multitude of rudders. You know what makes you happy. And I can't get the rudders in sync and everything just keeps sending me into a circle. Yeah, you, know, you also just hate authority. You, you want to be able to work for yourself. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm serious. I think you're a guy who hates structure in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking plagued by difficult to articulate ideals. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but you know what you like, you know, what makes you feel good. Yeah. You know what you like to pursue. A lot of people don't know what that is. I, I think that like at any given moment, I can tell you what it is that I'm interested in and I am actively pursuing it in some way. I think that is the thing I feel the most fortunate about with like, my work and my life and, and how I move through the world, I know what I'm trying to do. And I've always, right. I've always wanted to do the same thing. And I feel very, very fortunate of that. Like maybe that's boring for some people and maybe what they want to do changes, but I've, I feel like a great amount of, um, satis- not satisfaction, but like comfort in that. Yeah. I'm trying to start a hardcore band. <laughs> like that's what I'm about. Okay? That's what you've been doing for the past 20 years. <laughs> I am in some way always trying to start a hardcore band. <laughs> I'm taking this job, but really what I'm trying to do is start a hardcore band. Yeah. I'm just like when I, when I, when I take this job and I hate my fucking boss and I leave five minutes early every day, I'm just stoking the fire <laughs> that I'm going to channel into yes. my hardcore band. They're going to be hardcore lyrics one day. Like, <laughs> fuck you, boss. <laughs> fuck capitalism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I guess like, I don't know what I'm trying to like synergize here with these various Why do we need to synergize? lines of thinking. I mean, I, I guess like you might be listening to this podcast and say, why is Eric talking about a pedophile right now? <laughs> why did Eric make a point to talk about a pedophile? Why did he want to talk about this? And I think I just needed it's to talk about for it. for your life. I just, I just needed to tell someone 
that this dude who I knew years ago is now a pedophile who mm-hmm. thinks that he is that he has received a book of the Bible from God. It's profound. That's crazy. Yeah. Like on some level, on some level, uh-huh. and this is crazy, yep. right? Maybe <laughs> I should be locked up for this. Uh-huh. But on some level, like I feel like I want to like sit down across from him at a table and be like, what did we say his name is? Something Don, Don, Don Hanson. Don. <laughs> what happened? Don. Between you and me, man. What the fuck happened, <laughs> man? You know what that is? That's you watching a lot of Dr. Phil. Is That's it? That's you wanting to be Dr. Phil. <laughs> now, now, Don, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Uh, when you were driving to Delaware to, to have sex with this child... What sort of mixtape were you listening to along the way? Was it sort of like an 80s punk vibe? Were you mm. getting into newer tunes? Or, uh... um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like everyone has this conversation. Everyone, like, as you get older, thinks about this kind of thing, like what your friends from high school are doing or what people you knew growing up are doing. I don't think about it that often, I have to say. Um, it's not that I don't care. It's just there's fucking Facebook. That's all that Facebook is now. Yeah. And that and, like, you know, awesome information um but i don't know like i i remember so i remember um in freshman year of high school i had a crush on this girl named Lori barber and she was tall and she was kind of like cool you know like cool for whatever that, that sure. age was she's kind of introverted and she's into good music and she had no interest in me whatsoever. But I just relentlessly like tried to friend her and like try to hang out with her and talk to her as much as possible. And the kind of thing where like you talk on the phone all the time, but like she's never interested. You yeah. know? Like she never wants to like go out and do anything. Yeah, I think about that a lot. I mean, that's it was pre internet. Yes. Right? But yes. like when I was in junior high, I talked on the phone so much. All the time. To, to girls. Yes. In a way I never would now. Why were they talking to me? <laughs> what was I talking about? Yeah. If I call the girl now, she'd be like, are you okay? Like, don't stalk me. Like, we're good friends. Mm-hmm. We have a group of like mutual good friends. Yeah. There's times when we're out together, like we're out for beers. Yeah. And I'm just like, I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that. And I'm a grown ass man who's yeah. like done stuff. Yeah. What was I talking about in junior <laughs> high to these people who didn't even like me? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um so I I would call Lori Barber all the time and just talk and talk and talk to her about how much I love Nirvana and like playing hockey and I don't know what. That's because that's what my life was. Listening to records in my room yeah. and playing hockey with my friends. That was my world. Yeah. And so if you want to hear about that, great. I got a fucking wealth of shit to talk about. Um, and so I don't know how it happened, possibly Facebook, but I was in New York for a couple of years and somehow we, we came in touch again. Lori Barber and I, because yes. nothing ever happened. We sort of lost touch like sophomore year, I guess. Yeah. And I didn't see her in high school much after or college or anything. And um, so we came, got in touch again uh, as adults, and I remember meeting her and thinking, like meeting her again, things are kind of working out for her. Yeah. Things were kind of working out for me at the time too. Yeah. 
like we're both just sort of plodding along and um we hung out a couple times like nothing happened but it was just like oh i don't care anymore i don't care about your life like this is not that interesting to me i had such an itchy trigger finger for the the boner sound i was just yeah oh you go for it that's a new one huh it is it's a little more like playful yeah (laughs) and it it rings out a little more yeah yeah um and so i remember we we hung out like two or three times and it wasn't like i was trying to pursue it it was just sort of like you know when you're hanging out with someone and you don't like them that much but you're doing it anyway and you're like "Ah, i don't know what i'm doing yeah this is fine maybe this is okay because you're like you're single but you're not dating anyone you're like yeah whatever um and then she met some guy at work who was like 10 years older and had two kids and then like got married to him like maybe a month later wow yeah wow. so she has a bunch of kids now uh things just took a hard right turn yeah uh, out of each other's like uh engagements but my, my point is i don't know my, my curiosity for that is very minimal yeah i'm not like i i don't keep tabs on anybody i went to high school no, with no, or no, anything no. like yeah. that but it's 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 when these like kind of little reminders pop up yeah <clears throat> wait what what was your reminder at the time it, I, I i i don't know what made me think of him i was i was listening to music I was at home, I was watching a movie. I'm sure that there was something specific that like made me think of like a reference that intersected with him yeah, probably yeah. with music or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what, whatever happened to that guy? I remember when he got fried and dropped out of school and I was like, man, that's, that was a weird thing to happen. But yeah. you'd see him just sort of like walking around the neighborhood and he'd be like, hey, man, yeah. hey, you know, and just sort of like weeble wobble his way up the street. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he had a, he he sold his music like cassettes of his music on uh like at the local music store mm-hmm. um at the local music store where like you know like like not like musical instrument store sure um and they had they had them on the counter and his band was the cockroaches okay and he would like hand draw the the like sleeve of the cassette yeah. and i never bought one because right. why would you <laughs> but um <clears throat> interestingly the music store closed because the guy who owned the music store was banging a 15 year old. What the fuck? This is like a, what's going on in your hometown, man. It's like a, like a fucking Hillary Clinton pedophile ring <laughs> being run out of the fucking. Yeah. It's like store. a, yeah. Comet what, pizza. Yeah. What is happening? That's funny. It's not, it's actually not funny at all. It's yeah. It's totally disturbing. not funny. Yeah. It's not funny. Um, yeah. It's some QAnon shit. That's what's going on. <laughs> um hereditary there's no pedophilia thank god it's, thank god it, it's um a little girl gets her head lopped off yeah that's a great scene i have to say top 10 scenes of 2010 horrifying or 20, 2010s 20 yeah um wasn't wait, oh yeah it was the 2010s uh yeah absolutely terrifying um real shocking moment yes like uh like i remember that like oh god this is gonna happen isn't it yeah and it happens yeah uh the the best part about that is the the morning after Tony Collette just screams when she finds the body. Yeah, very haunting. And then she later saws her own head off, if you recall. Um, oh yeah, she does. Yeah. So not a single decapitation movie. It's a <laughs> double. <laughs> there should be a rating for that, or like a Rotten Tomatoes. It's a double double decapitation. I mean, like Hereditary is definitely more gruesome, but The Lodge is similar in its uh, like coherent like 
eerie world. Should we be reviewing The Lodge? I don't want to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> ooh, it has Alicia Silverstone in it. Is it that bad? Oh, my God. No, it's really good. Like that, I mean, that's scary. I mean, I am pretty unflappable when it comes to horror movies, but mm-hmm. I walked out of that one feeling like anxious. Hmm. Um, I see a lot of movies. I went yeah, to see yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog the other day. Why? I just figured, what the hell? <laughs> I walked out. It was so bad. I couldn't take it. Yeah. Um, saw 1917. Bad Boys 3 was terrible. Real bad. Yeah. I would not recommend doing an edible and then seeing 1917. No. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> the movie looks good though, right? I didn't enjoy it, but <laughs> I was pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, the lodge was, was very scary. Extremely. Um, it was extremely graphic and sudden. Okay. Like, like not jump scares, but like, you know how, like even when in, in, uh, um, hereditary, when the little girl gets her head knocked off, mm-hmm. you don't see it get knocked off. Thank God. You just see like the moment it's about to happen. And then yeah. you just see her brother's face. Yeah. Um, there are things that happen in the lodge where like, the camera could have pulled away and it doesn't. Yeah. And you're like, Oh fucking Jesus. Yeah. Um, good times. Though. I didn't do an edible for that one. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it was a really enjoyable movie. It scared me, uh, sufficiently. Um, the ending was a little like haywire. Honestly, it kind of just, like fell off the rails at the end. Yeah. Um, you don't remember it. Do you? You seem like you don't have a good grasp. It's like the treehouse yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I basically remember the. There's like a god. He, he's like a he's like a chosen son or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of the flaw of uh, most horror movies is that uh, once the actual like thing is revealed, mm-hmm. it's always kind of like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the thing that's terrifying in horror movies is the anticipation of that thing. That's why like Stephen King movies never never work out. Because once it's revealed what's happening, you're like, no, it's just a, yeah. a giant spider from outer space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Back to your friend thing. Like, do you do you think about like your friends from home a lot? And like, I wonder if they are getting what they hope they are getting out of life. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think they are. I think that like my core group of friends seems pretty happy. Yeah. You know, and they're all doing different things and, um, you know, like you lose some people along the way. Like I I have childhood friends who are dead now. I have childhood friends who are no longer my friends. Yeah. Um, they've gone their own separate ways for whatever reason. Dead, like literally dead. Died. Literally. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Not, not, not like dead to me. Right. Like dead. Deceased. Biology. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's weird, but like, I, I always think about it like, okay, so here's how this is like kind of the metaphor that's always been in my head. Yeah. It's a train, right? Everybody's all aboard the train, like mm-hmm. when you're kids, right? And yeah. it's like, doo doo, the train starts moving. Yeah. And the train's going, and like people hop off at various various points along the way. Sure. Right? Some people hop off real early. Yeah. And you're like, what? Why'd you do that? Like, why wouldn't you just stay longer? <laughs> just see what Wait, the next thing is. The hopping off to you is what? Um, <clears throat> like, 
this is not a judgment, right? Mm-hmm. But I know a guy who is currently working the same job that he was working when we were 18 years old. Like giving up on the dream, you mean? Not, not, he probably didn't have a dream. Mm. Like he didn't have it. He wasn't settling. He was just like, oh, this is, this works for me. So this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And like, he could have done something else. He just like, didn't really want to. The scary part is getting wrapped up in the thing that feels good when you're 18. Yeah. (laughs) Like getting wrapped up in it to the point where like, you think it's going to be your life. Yes. Um, Like working in a bar. Right. Or like, or working in a restaurant or being in a band or being on the cusp of starting a hardcore band. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be wrapped up in that for 20 years. Mm -hmm. That's a real brutal place to live. You're having dreams about murdering people. It's bad. Yeah. It's scary. It's real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, um, I, I guess like, I just think about like this group of people who I grew up with, you think of like your peers, whether or not they're your friends or whatever, but um, you think of like this group of peers where at some point you were all kind of on the same level, right? Yeah. You all showed up to homeroom every day. Like, <laughs> it, like you, everybody was kind of doing the same shit. Sure. And you, you're all aboard this train and the train is chugging along. And like, like I said, there's some, some, like some people like that guy I know who's been working the same job since we were 18. He, he was like, Hey, this looks good. I'm done. I'm I'm done here. I don't need to like keep yep. keep rolling. Some people go a little bit further, a little bit further, whatever. And do you think the guy who got off at 18 at like 28 it was like, "Oh fuck, I wish I could get back on the train." I got to say he seems like a generally happy guy. Okay. Um I just talked to him recently. Like like and by recently I mean within the last year. Yeah. Nice guy. Really nice. <laughs> and I, I and the whole time I'm just like how what why yeah um but that's the thing that i it's it's not like it's not something i think about all the time but it's you know especially when like you just sort of like hear about somebody or whatever yeah like i think that um when you're at the beginning of that train ride everybody feels like they have infinite potential and like could be going the distance whatever that means um and I know people who have taken the train ride much further than me. Like I know people who like we were on the same level. We were I thought I who I thought of as like total peers and they're like rock stars now. Hmm. Literal rock stars, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. They've they got on a different train that was yes. moving way faster into yes. more interesting places. <laughs> but but it's like it's so like it it, it I don't know. It's, it's not like a nostalgia thing. It's not something that I have any particular like good or bad feelings about, but it's something that I think about whenever I hear, you know, about some, some, somebody's like circumstances, I can't help but think, but like think about like that time when we were all just kind of on the same level Mm. and like how interesting it is that some people for whatever reason, end up doing this and somebody else ends up doing that. And like, I'm living the big chill basically. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing something recently. Oh, I know my friends yesterday in Jersey. I was like, this is basically the big chill. Yeah. But no one's dead. (laughs) Oh, uh, Chad said that, that Kevin Costner is the dead guy. 
How do you know that? That's what I said. I was like, he's never pictured. And he said that there's an early scene in the movie. You see his hand. You see his hand? You don't see his face? No. I, I don't know if it's you like. You see the cuts on his wrist. So you know the cuts. Well, yeah, yeah. But there's apparently there's like a picture that someone picks up or something. I don't remember seeing this, huh. but Chad said that the is dead Chad guy. Chad well versed in the big chill. I don't know. <laughs> he could he could have been making making that up entirely. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he said that there is a scene that shows a photograph of Kevin Costner. Huh? Who knows? It's possible. We'll have to have him on for part three. Of <laughs> <laughs> big chill. Yeah, we're trying to get my friend Mallory on for part two of Big Chill. Is she interested? She is. Oh, it's good. just uh, she's busy right now, so. I don't um, know if she's busy right now or if she's right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's quote unquote busy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Too busy to podcast. Too busy to do this. <laughs> um, do you get what I'm saying though about the, the whole like, you know, cause you're, you're like, I guess you're at two ends of your life, right? You got the mm-hmm. beginning, you got the, you got the, the present, not sure. the end, sure. but like, sure. you, and, the and now. At, the, at the beginning, you're just staring forward at this like nebulous expanse Hope. of possibilities. Yes. Right. Your potential. Um, yeah. And it could be anything, 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 whatever that. you want it to be. I could be a biblical prophet. I could, be a, I could be in a hardcore band. <laughs> I could be I, anything. Yeah. And then as, as time goes on, like, you know, you see how it shakes out. You see how those, uh, those, all those various roads kind of, close off and when you were 18 what did you think you were going to be doing right now absolutely no idea <laughs> no, I, at 18 i hadn't even committed to going to school or anything i was just if you had to put like 10 bucks on what you'd be doing it jail <laughs> i thought i was probably going to go to jail really yeah why for something stupid mm. i imagine that i would get into trouble doing something stupid because you imagine yourself as such a bad boy no i'm a moron <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just thought I would like get in trouble for doing something stupid. Right. And I was always around people who were doing stupid things. And I was just like, it's just a matter of time before I get sucked into this. Somehow. Huh. Thank God there was no internet. Yeah. I feel like that would have yes. accelerated the stupidity of things. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably be a kid on like TikTok right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing yeah. All kinds of dumb shit. Yeah. I'd be like, um, I'd be like filming like weird rap videos and posting them to my Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> you dancing in like a matching shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. In front of like a hot car. Yeah. Can you imagine if like, it's so weird if, if there was a timeline in which I was an adult man doing that? <laughs> <laughs> like somewhere in like a beautiful location, just dancing my head off. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, weird. Who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> somewhere there's an alternate reality where uh-huh. that's happening. Yeah. Um, no, I think when I was 18, I, I just thought that I would, I thought that eventually like my angst would, um, get the best of you. No, no. disappear. Oh, like it good. would be extinguished at oh. one point and I would just commit to some menial job for the rest yes, of my life. That's what I thought too. Yeah. I was like, I'll go work at the print shop and do whatever, whatever they need me to do. If I were you, I would have been a Six Flags lifer. <laughs> there were plenty. I'm sure. Yeah, there were plenty. Yeah, there were always. It's a grim place to work, man. It's not. I not all sunshine and rainbows like it seems. I, I totally believe it. You also only have work for like six months of the year. Well, isn't there like, there's got to be like people who work there in the winter, like doing maintenance and stuff, right? I don't think so. No? I don't know, actually. I mean, sure, that 
to some extent, yes, but not in like January. I think like right. a month or two before the open. Ooh, upstate where we have the trailer that I'm going to be renovating. Uh-huh. Um, heads up to anybody who's listening who might be interested in uh, staying in an Airstream trailer. Um, I'll let you know when it's on Airbnb so you can pay me some money. Uh, but up upstate, there's a water park a half a mile away from the trailer. Oh, nice. Yeah, and there and and I, I thought of that because I drive past there in the wintertime, and there's people there working on it. I love a good water park. Yeah. I had a dream that I killed somebody recently, and I was running. Oh, no. I had a dream that I watched a plane crash, mm. and then I, I was uh, running to see it. Like, I was going to see if there were, like, any, like, survivors or to, anything. To help or just to see it? I'm not sure. <laughs> I just, I was compelled to run you wanted to it. see the gore? Yeah, and then I got distracted because I came across a water park. Interesting. Yeah. That's funny. So uh, you could have seen some people who were like, fuck it, check out this water slide. I was like, yo, water slide, yo, sick. Lazy little river. And then I was like, fuck, I don't have my trunks. What am I going to do? <laughs> Just go in your undies. Yeah. Um, no, but there's a, a water park up there with like like big slides and all what kinds of What is it called? Shit. Zoom flume. Zoom flume. Yeah, That's we're going to hit that this summer. Yes. Big time. Wait, the whole park is called Zoom flume? Yeah. Huh. Zoom flume water park. That's funny. <laughs> Love yeah. water park. Oh, my God. So we'll have to do like a, you know, a team, absolutely team building. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> outing. Spend the weekend out there, <laughs> do some trust falls, some high ropes courses, go yeah. to the water park. Um, so yeah, the, you know, I, listen, I read about this guy who's a pedophile and it just got me <laughs> thinking about the old days. <laughs> yeah. I have some friends from high school that I don't really talk to anymore, but most of my friends from high school are just guys that I, um, I played sports with. Um, and then there was another group of guys who I listened to music with and sort of hung out in like a different capacity, but like, we don't, I don't really talk to any of them anymore. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why, like the guys in the guys who listen to music that I hung out with were just always trying to get in trouble, like always wrestling and getting like aggressively drunk. And like, they once called me, they were a year younger than me. <clears throat> and they once called me from a hotel in Daytona beach cause they were on spring break. One guy wasn't even in college yet, I don't think. I think he's always in community college. But they're both on spring break, right? Right. Daytona Beach. They call me from the hotel, crazy drunk, because they want me to want to know what I would do if I put a hole in the hotel wall because they were wrestling and one of them put the other through a wall. Hypothetically yeah, speaking. Saying, hypothetically, we're so drunk. <laughs> what do we do? Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. I was on the phone for like an hour and a half with those guys. They're very funny guys. Um, I assume they just paid for that. Uh, they said they covered it up with a with a, picture, with a picture frame, and nothing happened. But I highly doubt that's true. Do you think the like the cleaning people came in in the morning? You're like, I'm pretty sure that landscape painting was not <laughs> hanging an, like eight inches off the floor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't vertical before. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I had a group of friends in high school. It was this like different group and the only thing that we bonded over was that we we like to smoke weed and listen to body count together Oof! and they were like really into rap and i was really into like metal and punk yeah and so the the place where we had over body count was body count not like a public enemy or that or that public enemy aerosmith song no that wasn't that wasn't brutal enough for me right yeah uh so yeah we they would give me rides to school in the morning because they lived near me and I, I just remember like sitting in the back seat and the guy listened to rap. So he had like this crazy system in his car uh-huh. and it would just vibrate my chest so hard. And I remember that. He'd be like, what do you want to listen to? And I'd be like, body count. <laughs> and he'd be like, fuck. 
Um, how are we on time? We got all the time in the world. Uh, you always say that. <laughs> no, I mean we're you know we could we're we're approaching the end of the yeah. episode. Um, I just we have some questions. Mm. Do you want to wait? It's up to you, man. Uh, one question is: um, If you're going to join a cult, which one held the most appeal to you? <sighs> like this is a question for Eric. That's for me. Yeah, I think so. What? Everybody's always pegging me as the potential cult member. Yeah, you're uh, the most enthusiastic, I guess. Yeah. Um. <laughs> most likely to try anything once. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, what would be a good cult? What's that one? Um, uh, what's that one where they like, where they like all the rich people go on a, like a summer camp in the woods? No idea. It's like you have to be like a member of the Bush family. Oh, I don't know. It's like it's like where the Illuminati goes to summer camp. I would, I would join that one. That sounds so boring, though. Yeah, it's something Grove. I don't know. I think Alex Jones broke into it once. Hmm. Uh, what's an, what are some good cults? There's the Wild Wild West one. Wild Wild West cult. Yeah. Oh, you mean the people who like poison the the uh, the homeless the, people the buffet? What? Yes, it, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm not really into that like poisoning thing. I'm not really into just like, trying to get the votes. You know, destructive um, cults. The best is when they bust in all the homeless people and then like poison, like drugged the beer, so they would be more docile. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Pretty fucking crazy. I'm trying to think of like a cool cult that I could join. I guess <clears throat> cults, like by definition, are kind of like not cool. Not that cool, no. Um, I could see myself like leading a cult. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you don't have the um no offense. Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would just get bored too easily. I would get bored? Yeah. Well, I feel like you, if people are a pain in the ass, be like, yeah, fuck it. Then you gotta like make the cult members do stuff, like uh, to entertain you. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. how that's a slippery slope. Like people are gonna be asking you for too many things, you're like, I don't care. Take care of it yourself. Exactly. I'm the Messiah. I don't know. <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever feels good to you. Yeah. I could see myself being like a a more like cool Charles Manson. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We need a cooler Charles Manson. Like without the murder. What's the What's more. the cool part? Like more chill. Yeah. Like like less like, killing people or what? I would. I could see myself sort of like um you know on a on a a Wild West movie set surrounded by like babes in homemade clothing while I plunk out bad songs that I wrote on my guitar. Yeah. Like I could see myself doing this. It's just called that. being in a band. <laughs> it's called being in a good band that people like. So again, uh, it's just you and a hardcore band. This is my next song. It's called animal liberation. Now. <laughs> <laughs> ping pong. Ping pong. Hold on. Yeah. I have to tune, have to tune up. <laughs> You're a genius, Eric. We love you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm like, I, I'm not like really into being a member of clubs. You yeah. Know? So I don't think a cult would work out for me. I know that I like to join a club and then want to run the club. Yeah. I mean, CrossFit didn't work for me. Yeah. So I don't see a cult working out. Like when me. I join something, I think I would do this better. I can figure out a way to do this better. When I join a, a, a club, I'm like, look at these sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want to be a small town mayor. <laughs> Once I have a bunch of kids and move out into the city, I'm going to be a small town mayor. That's kind of like leading a cult. Exactly. It's kind of like being in a hardcore band too. <laughs> What's up? 
This is what we're doing with the PTA. <laughs> Listen up. Snowman. Alternate parking. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so to answer to, to specifically answer the question, I, I don't think I would be a good cult member because I'm, you know, I'm like uh, I would never join a club that would have me as a member. Right? Yeah, sure. Is that our only question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my cult would be uh, uh, straight edge kids. That'd be the cult I would join again. Um, you, you're a, you're a reformed member of that cult. Yeah, I would like let's just go back and do that. It's easier. It's the one I know. Yeah. Um. Uh, there was another question, but it was it was towards uh, hereditary. Why did the movie fall apart in the last ten minutes? Well, I think it kind of gets to what I said about um, like the what tends to be the fatal flaw of most horror movie plots, where it's like when when it's finally revealed, yes. it's almost impossible to button up a horror movie in a satisfying way. Yes, yes. Remember the witch? Uh huh. When they were like having their like yeah, little witch dance in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That was good though. I love that. It was great, but like the dread is that, yeah. so much better than the the like actual yeah. imagery of that. That fucking happening. goat was so good. I love that goat. Man. That's a good Halloween costume. Yeah. I'm the goat from the witch. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the goat. I'm the goat from the witch. Um yeah, it, it, I agree with Eric. I, they hadn't they, they didn't know what to do with it. Um they kind of hit their end point whatever I'm, I, sure, I'm sure it's like one of those movies that if you were to like approach approach it academically you could talk about how like every single thing that's done in the movie you know like corresponds to something else and makes sense and everything but as a casual movie goer, yeah it's like all right as people who review things for a podcast yeah and don't do the proper research yeah we're not that interested in exploring that yeah to be honest yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> I mean, I I have the Wikipedia page open here, and they didn't tell me what to think about it. So I that's uh, that's our guide, basically. Yep. Um. So you got any more questions? That's it. That's that it. was just that one. Yeah, two. But yeah. Oh yeah. Should we start a cult? Sure. Yeah. Why not? What would we call it? Frank and Eric, probably. Well, there'd be other members, though, right? Yeah. All the listeners, right? Yeah, Frank and Eric. Frank and Eric's something yeah sure Can't we can just, make, we come up with a name we just, yeah. it should be like a gibberish name it's like someone just make up a word yeah well if somebody wants to come up with a name for our cults <laughs> um and then we'll make t-shirts out of it yeah uh merch is still <gasps> stuck in china because of the coronavirus mm. from what i understand i have not received any updates from the company <laughs> i'm pretty sure that i have not been grifted top priority here yeah i think that i should be hearing something this it's, week uh, the same shipment it's in the same world of uh unexplained uh transactions as our seven inch you're not supposed to mention that <laughs> as our previous podcast the different podcast had a seven inch so. yeah that's a different podcast i think that that podcast filed for bankruptcy so they're no longer responsible yes. for any kind of financial precise uh, um agreements they made in the past yeah that uh that podcast as an entity was a total dick yes and really yes. blew it yes really blew it what are you gonna do though that's not <laughs> us <laughs> different couple guys it's a whole new party now 
Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that was our review of the movie Hereditary. Yes. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah. I think if there's any, I would recommend it. Would you recommend watching? Oh, it? yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Two, two thumbs up. Yeah. I would recommend it. Wouldn't recommend being a pedophile no, or, no, um, no. or what are the other bad things we or talked being about? being a prophet. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend being any sort of biblical prophet. Mm-hmm. That never seems to go well. Never works out. Um, especially in the age of social media. Yeah. There's just there's too much for people to pay attention to. Enough with people. I mean, I really can't wait for everyone. I hope I live long enough where society finally accepts that just all, religion, all religions are cults and just moves on with it. Yeah. I wish we could just start charging them taxes. Yes. My God. That's my... That's enough already just keep doing it yeah do your thing do just, just pay into the fucking system yeah just pay your goddamn taxes yeah anyway that's a whole different thing that's a different conversation that is going to be the position of my cult <laughs> <laughs> the rent is too damn high charge churches or tear them down and build affordable housing it's more of a lobby there we go <laughs> yeah there we go there you go tear down your church build a homeless shelter yeah or just let people move into the church or that or make it a rehab center. Yeah. Give everybody, give everybody a set of headphones so they could sit in the church and listen to Frank and Eric or a school or yeah. Or a daycare center, a brewery (laughs) or Uh, or a brewery. Yes. (laughs) Or maybe like a a shuffleboard. (laughs) (laughs) Like a kind of like Wes Anderson themed shuffleboard bar. Yeah. Like something that doesn't fun cocktails. Yeah. Like something that doesn't suck and something that pays taxes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, uh, thanks for listening to our um, thoroughly researched and knowledgeable review of Highly Hereditary. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you next time. Uh, go, go to frankanderic.com so you can sign up for our newsletter and uh, check us out on Twitter and all that stuff. Thanks. Stay positive. Our business, watch out!